0: Much like the Curb Your Enthusiasm TV series, the Curb Our Enthusiasm podcast deals with adult subjects and contains explicit language. Jaya, jaya. Hello, and welcome to the Curb Our Enthusiasm podcast. This Curb, Episode 1, The Pants Tent, aired on October 15th, 2000. And now time for a stop and chat and we'll try to curb our enthusiasm we're recording don't say anything self-incriminating right because we never do that anyway but it's just good never say that to make sure so here we are the pants tent doing it again round
1: two this is a remaster yes (laughs) This is going to be a much better remaster. A
0: complete remaster. Yes. (laughs) Starting from the top. Remaster. Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Pants Tent, Season 1, Episode 1, Scene 1, we're at Larry's home. Opens with what is now iconic music, the iconic Curb Your Enthusiasm music recognized everywhere. Cuts to a shot of Larry David's crotch. He's got a pants tent. A big bunch up in his pants. He's pushing down on this bunch up of material. And he says to Cheryl, I've seen pants bunch up. I've never seen a bunch up like this in my life. This is like a five inch bunch up I got here. And Cheryl says, you don't have to play with it. And Larry, is it a bad thing? Maybe it's not such a bad thing. Cheryl, because you want people to think you constantly have an erection. And Larry, is it a is it bad for me to walk around like that? And Cheryl replies, Yeah it is. Ray, if you had a have you ever had a pants bunch up? Yes. And if you did, would you want would you walk around with it? It honestly <laughs>
1: It honestly have happens. A constant reaction. It honestly happens. A constant with reaction. Yeah. Dress pants. Erection.
0: I can't talk. Well, dress
1: pants it happens more all the time. Like jeans for some reason or shorts, it doesn't really. Yeah. But dress pants, it always does. <laughs> and yes, I would be very proud. <laughs>
0: I would just walk around. So it isn't
1: such a bad thing. Like if you're sitting down and you've got like a six, seven inch pants tent, I mean. <laughs> Kind I don't of,
0: remember hearing the term pants tent until I've watched this. Right, this is the first time I've heard that term, too. Yeah, bunch up, yeah. I never heard a pants tent.
1: Now, I wouldn't go around pinching it like or anything <laughs> like that, because that would send the wrong signal. But you could send off vibes like, there's something in here. you got to find out what it is. Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so larry calls oh, richard lewis to see about going to a movie and larry refers to richard lewis as richie boy and richard has a date though and he says he might see him there so he's gonna go to the movie too but not with larry and larry gets off the phone he complains to his wife uh larry he, he could have invited me to go along with him what's the big deal he's going to the same movie at the same time and cheryl does not sympathize with her husband and she says he has a date You don't ask somebody to go to the movies when you have a date. And it's established in this scene that Larry and Cheryl will be going to dinner with Richard Lewis and his new girlfriend Saturday night. Uh, So, you know, they're going to meet the new girl. Yes. Cheryl gets a phone call and it's one of her friends, Nancy, and uh, who Cheryl knows wants to see that movie, the movie that Larry's going to see. And I think it's a Woody Allen movie, too. And she suggests that she goes to the movie with Larry. She, you know, Cheryl tells Nancy, why don't you see that with Larry? He wants to see it. And Larry, he's not cool with this at all. He's, he reluctantly agrees, but he's not happy. Ray, have you ever been in a situation like this? No. There's no
1: way my wife or girlfriend. Wait, wait a minute. That sounded like I had both.
0: There's no <laughs> way.
1: There's no way.
0: There's no that way that your girlfriend would set you, up with, set, set you up with her friend. So yeah, with another and friend. Go out
1: alone. No way. <laughs>
0: Wow. What? Let's just say. Can you say, edit that? Is there a way it to edit No, you can't edit it. Let's just say that <laughs> she says. Let's just say for fun that your wife does do yeah. this. Would you allow yourself to be in the situation? Depends which friend it was. It's a, it's a hot friend. Let's just say. It's hot.
1: <sighs> See, now you're stonewalling me because of course you would have to go. <laughs> She's letting you go. Now you're just like I'm listening to what you're saying.
0: I would paint it as I'm doing my wife a favor. Oh. But I'm not married, so that's easy for me to right. say that. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Everyone that's married is like, yeah, right, guy.
1: Well, if she's going to tell me to go out with them mm. and they're super hot, it's like, yeah. you're telling me I'm doing what you're saying. I'm now, listening to you. I wouldn't say Nancy's super hot probably not she's She's not bad no she's okay but Larry actually I don't think Larry's
0: attracted to her because he's like "Eh." no he's not if it was somebody else that he was attracted to he'd probably be like yeah okay let's talk about that Larry doesn't want to hurt this Nancy's feelings pretty much he's going along with it I think later Larry wouldn't have agreed to this no he would have said, I'm not doing that.
1: And he would have probably said he's not attracted to her. Like, he would have been. Yeah. And then, then the whole fight would be, so you would go out with my attractive One of my friends. attractive
0: friends. Anything? you yeah, yeah. I yeah, would. Yeah.
1: Like, that's especially if, he, if you're setting me up. Yeah, like and he, he might would start totally, naming some of them. <laughs> <laughs> he would totally go down that path. Which
0: would be really bad. Yeah,
1: you don't ever name your wife's <laughs> friends. Attractive ever, friends. Ever. Or family members.
0: Yeah. Don't ever. They're all gross to you. Like, ugh. <laughs> I think you need to be in between, like, oh, yeah, I never saw it that way. Is nice. <laughs> So-and-so's nice, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a, uh, a friend of mine, and they invite me to a date, like, to the movies. So, okay, so it's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. It's a male friend. Yeah. And he's married. Yeah. And this girl, we all worked at the same place. Yeah. And she liked him big time. Ooh. This other girl liked him. Knew he was married. Yeah. So they're going to the movies together. So it's going to be him, his wife, and this other girl. And, well, that's going to be super awkward. So right. he decides, I know, I'll get Jeremy to go. You're the buffer. Yeah. And, I mean, this went on and on. I think even at one point she was like, um, should I date your friend Jeremy? And he said yes? Just to get his reaction. Oh. she was doing that just to get his reaction oh because she didn't care about me trust me so wait she, she didn't care okay. about me at all she
1: was okay with him bringing his wife for her. like she liked
0: him that much yeah she was like oh, wow. she was like making fun of his wife and putting her down you know every chance she could wow. get yeah she was being very aggressive she so being the good friend that I am right I said I would go and then I didn't go <laughs> I hung out with you, actually. You've never done that before, ever. That's very out of character. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And my friend was mad at me. Why? And he's like, and I'm like, you should be thanking me. I did you a favor. I said, you had your wife on one side and this other girl on the other. And your wife couldn't see where your hands were going. You could have had your hands on both legs. She could see. Oh. She was checking. Oh, really? She she was mad. She was mad. I think she was mad at me, too. Cause did. But you know who wasn't mad? Who? That girl. That's awesome. She was fine with me not being there. She didn't care. That girl's act sounds really cool. Yeah, I wonder if she tra- should tra- track her down. <laughs> My friend saw her like many, many years later at uh, Kings Island, uh, and she's got kids. Sure, in the stroller, sure. And they they kind of did the <laughs> hey wave and just went on hey. And he had his kids. I thought that was so funny. That is funny. I'm talking like 10 years later. Wow. Jeez. A lot of things change. Yep. So Larry's going to go on this date that his wife set up for him. This is his wife's fault, by the way. And he may see Richard Lewis there. Yeah, you're right. You bring up a good point. It really is. And uh, so scene two, we got Larry in his car and the curb music plays, which is rare in the mid-show. I think we see that a few times, but after that. You really only hear the curb music in the beginning and end, as far as I know. Larry is. Uh, this is scene two. Larry is driving, heading towards the theater. Causes manager Jeff Green, which is played by Jeff Garland, and Jeff asks, "Where you heading?" "I'm going to the movies. meeting my wife's friend, who I find very annoying." "Forget about all that. Want to golf this weekend?" Well, "I don't know. I have to ask Hitler." Larry's referring to his wife. Turns out Jeff has Larry on speakerphone and Jeff's parents are in the car. And they are flabbergasted. Hitler? Oh my god! Hitler! Larry's upset that he was on speakerphone and not told. Jeff tells his parents to... Calm down back there. (laughs) Right. So this is the first... I'd say this is the first real comedy in the show. Yes. And it's pretty dig on funny. It (laughs) is. And you gotta think this is in 2000. And even today, I think this would, no pun intended, ring true. But what is the speakerphone etiquette these you, days? The first thing you say is, like, if you call me and I push on it speakerphone, it's
1: like, hey, Jeremy, you're on speakerphone. So-and-so's here. So-and-so yeah. and so say hi. Mm-hmm.
0: And now, then, now, that the way you just did it, it could be suspicious. Like, if it's your wife and maybe it's a well, girl. Well, if it was calls. my wife,
1: it'd be like... Hey, Diane's here. Hey, say, you know. Yeah, Diane's in the car.
0: Diane's in the car. What's up? (laughs) I usually will say, hey, I'm going to put you on speakerphone now just for whatever reason. Sure. Just so they know. But I will say that, I mean, maybe Jeff's system's really good, but Larry should have been able to tell. Oh, yeah. I'm always like, you got me on speakerphone. (laughs) I just don't do that. Like, I don't. There's
1: no reason for anyone. Well, my
0: girlfriend's, it's built through her car now. You know, now you get right. into your car and right away it's going through it You and... know what it's at, yeah. where it's at. Yeah. So you I can hear
1: can... that through my car, too. I think you can hear yeah. it when you're in it. So I can understand but... it. But... I mean, I can, if you're by yourself, I can yeah. understand you doing that. But yeah,
0: she's by herself. Her parents aren't in the back of the car. If anyone's in
1: the car, when someone calls, calls my cell phone and my phone. And my, you're switching. It's like, you know how you can hear it through your speakers. It's, yeah. it's going. It's like, yeah, I'm going to switch. I just look at my phone and see what it is if I even want to talk to them. Yeah. But
0: then you just sit. Has it ever happened where, like, your wife's in the car and you switch it and she's like. Oh, yeah, that's happened a couple times. She's like, what are you switching it for? Who was that? Well, yeah. And I'm or like, do you just go ahead and tell her who it is? That's what I usually do. Like, even a text, I'm like, oh, so-and-so's texting me. Yeah,
1: it becomes a normal thing. Like, oh, yeah. this is so-and-so. Or this is hilarious. Jeremy's so funny. Ha, ha, ha. Jeremy just ha, ha, said ha, this. Ha, 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 <laughs> ha.
0: And then she asks
1: you about it and you're like, what?
0: No, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, that. you
1: would totally. Do that.
0: I'm sure I did. It sounds like something I do, right? <laughs> so did Larry go too far with the Hitler joke? No. Ooh,
1: everyone's called their wife or significant other Hitler at some point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> like, Hitler.
1: Like I, I always make jokes like, hold on, let me ask the boss. You do,
0: you know, yeah. Like. It's not really a joke.
1: That and <laughs>
0: You're really like a let me ask
1: the boss. My 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 wife's German, so it's even funnier. I'm like, man, I have like Hitler over there. You know, she laughs. It's like a thing, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it's, you know, is it an insult to be called Hitler? I think in the context, if you're, you know,
0: <laughs> but if you're married, that
1: happens all the time.
0: <laughs> Larry says it real nonchalantly, Let me ask Hitler. Right. I do think just parents are going a little overboard. Now what you're saying is Diane knows it. Your wife knows that, right? But every and wife, Larry, knows that. Larry's wife, does not know he refers to her as Hitler. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, she has to. Know. I mean, come on. I don't think it ever comes up. I mean, you'll you'll find out when you get married. <laughs> if you get married, you, you may not. All these all these shows you're watching, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so what you're saying is, if I get married, I'm going to at some point. You're going to ask to my boss, wife boss, it's going to be
1: Hitler, like, let me ask Hitler what's going on. There's going to be like a year or two where she's just always on you, and you're like, why is this happening? Then it lets up a little bit. It's like phases, man. Like, first five years is good, second five years, ouch. Right? Or it goes two and two and two and two,
0: I don't know. I, I think when we, the first version we recorded this, and maybe this is when you brought it up, but you said all wives are Hitler. Yes. He said, when my wife gets home, when I get home, my wife turns yes. into Hitler.
1: Yes, she does. I'm not allowed to watch TV. If I'm watching TV, she's like, all this stuff needs to be done. What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm watching TV. But if it was the other way around, yeah. I come home, she's home. She's on the couch sleeping with the dogs. Nothing's done. I don't say nothing. Yeah. And when it's me, I'm not allowed. When she comes home after work, I'm not allowed to be doing anything fun. Or anything other than what she says to actually do. Like
0: putting well, the dishes away. Maybe she the thinks food away, putting put... the dishes away, putting the food away, cleaning is
1: fun. If she thought it was fun, then she would be happily doing it. She's just mad that she's doing it by herself. Maybe she's wanting to share the fun with you. No. She's like, Why do I gotta do all the unfun stuff while you're just sitting there watching your show? She actually but calls that's... it unfun. <laughs> He's like, I do everything around this house. And I'm like, well, in fairness sake, I told you that. (laughs) You're like, this was the deal you signed up for. Like, did you forget the rules? But every once in (laughs) a while, she's like, I let the dogs out. I do all this. Like, you're the one that wanted dogs. I never wanted dogs. I said, look, if we get dogs, you have to do everything. Because I am not not scooping poop or anything. And you said, that's fine. I love puppies. Like I just I'll do it. She's like a child, you know, like a kid. Like, I'll do everything. I'll walk the dog. Now it's like, you can't even let the dogs out? Are you serious? And I'm like, no, I'm not letting any dogs out. This was a deal. <laughs> and now you do. You now she's out. like, Can you just please let the dogs out? Now it's not even worth the argument. Because whatever show or watch is not worth it. I'm like <laughs>
0: pff, pff,
1: pff, screw it. Just I'm gonna let the dogs out. I'm going to sit back on the couch. Because you start to realize that if you do those things, you're saving yourself a lot of trouble. Like, you don't have to go through You went Next time minute. you have to do it, you should be like,
0: who let the dogs out? Ray, <laughs> Ray, Ray, Ray. 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 <laughs> and then she'll be so annoyed that when you sing that song, she'll let the dogs out. Or happy, because she'll be like, Ray, zoo's going to let the dogs out? Ray, 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 <laughs> Ray. <laughs> so scene three in the theater Larry arrives at the theater Cheryl's friend's there in the theater Nancy she waves Larry to indicate where she's sitting he's got his popcorn and drink he's excited to see oh it's a Dustin Hoffman movie it's not a well it could be Woody Allen still but it's a Dustin Hoffman movie and it looks like he's going to make the best of the situation. So he's got his popcorn, drink, and... At the end of the aisle is a very attractive woman. It's uh, from Sopranos, the boss in Italy.
1: Oh, man. She's freaking hot. Yeah, she
0: is. And Larry asks if she can move to let him in. He politely says, excuse me. She gives a rude sigh, and they argue a little. She accuses Larry of looking at her breast. <laughs> yeah, he probably was. I was the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and he says... You well, Ray. Let's have you do this part. You say, "You're you're her," and it's not on there, but I, I don't have it typed out. I was just, oh. I'm just going to tell you. Okay. She says, "You can imagine." She says, "Are you looking at my breast?" All right, let's do it. So that. you're you're saying this to Larry, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Are you looking at my breast? <laughs>
0: You and your special brass. Yeah, you wear that dress because you want people to look at your shoes, right? And she calls Larry a prick. The- <laughs> you prick. <laughs> so Larry sits down and tells Cheryl's friend Nancy what just transpired. And Nancy sides with Larry and says, I hate her. And Nancy continues. I'm so sorry. And to comfort Larry, she rubs his arm. She looks down and notices the pants bunch up. The pants tent. And she thinks Larry got sexually aroused because of her rubbing his arm.
1: She was hitting on him, but go on.
0: <laughs> Richard shows up. This is what's so funny. Now, Richard shows up. All this transpired. He didn't see any of it. And it's revealed the woman that Larry argued with is Richard's girlfriend. And he sits right next to her. Richard looks over and sees Larry. He smiles and he gives this nice little friendly wave. <laughs> 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 Cracked me up. <laughs>
1: Richard Lewis was. I aw- was the first time we seen him, and first and, time and it was good. Yeah, and he didn't even
0: have a line yet. No, he just was like, because we don't. He, you don't hear him on the phone either. Earlier, right. it's just Larry, and yeah, it was a, a nice little wave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Nancy liked Larry. You think so, dude? No, well, I think she liked the idea of arousing him. I think, like when when you can tell when girls are attracted to you when they like. When you when you're laughing and they touch your arm, I mean and rubbing, stuff, rubbing like, your arm, rubbing your arm is a whole different. That's
0: a, deep, that's a big deal. It is a big deal to guys. It is anyway. It's a big
1: deal to me. Some random chick rubs my arm. I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. What is happening? Are you in love with me? Like, <laughs> it's
0: in a theater. It's dark. Right. And who knows well, what the movie was? Was it no. like a love movie? Was it, probably, it could be. <laughs> it, could, it could have been Rain Man. <laughs> right. Scene four. <laughs> Outside of the theater, Richard introduces Larry and Nancy to his date, Sophia. Larry and Sophia play it off like they just met. Never had an altercation. Richard invites them out, and Larry makes excuses as to why he can't go. Richard invites him to get some coffee. Cappuccino will keep me up till 5 a.m. Richard suggests decaf. Larry says that will not be much better. Keep me up till 2 a.m. And he just wants to go home. Richard is feeling a little slighted. And he says it's like I'm Himmler's ghost here. Richard falls... <laughs> Did you say Hitler's ghost? Himmlers, Himmlers. Yeah, Himmler's ghost here. What's Himmler? It's like I'm like Himmler's ghost here. Yeah, um, Himmler. I, I think he was, um, you know, kind of like the right hand man to Hitler. He was one of the the powerful leaders of the Nazi of Nazi Germany, and um, one wow. of the people most directly responsible for the Holocaust. Are you serious? Yeah, and Richard Lewis can say things like that and get away with it. Because he's Jewish, Oh, He's right? Jewish for one thing. But he says some, um, like in the some of these future episodes, he says some really funny things. What's the one in the Affirmative Action? Oh, yeah, that's right. He brings up, what's his name? It's always names of three. It is. Lee Harvey Oswald, you know. I can't what's, uh? What's oh, What was his? John Wilkes John Booth. John Wilkes Booth. Abraham Lincoln Assassination. Yeah. J- James Earl Ray. Uh, okay, you got James Earl Ray. It's James Earl Ray, and I and I think he says that in uh, affirmative action. It's like I'm, it's like I'm James Earl Ray or something. Or it's like no, it's right. like you're James Earl Ray. It's like
1: you're James Earl Ray.
0: Yeah, it's like you're, it's like you're James Earl Ray today or something like that. And and I, I mean, no one thought much of it, <laughs> but it's kind of like ooh, yeah, man. that's pretty bad. I mean, I don't even think Larry re- really reacted to it that much when he said that. And of course, this isn't scripted.
1: Right, it just it's, comes it's out loosely.
0: It's an outline, but that's intelligent comedy. They like can that. pretty much say what they want, and Richard Lewis is big on the history, and so is Larry David. So it's pretty funny. But I don't, I don't think Larry's big on the conspiracies. I don't remember him. He just knows. Well, history. he he does reference one in uh, Seinfeld. A conspiracy? Yeah, it's uh, JFK. Oh, and what he says is, I mean, he don't. I wouldn't say he references a conspiracy, but he kind of. And I take it as he pokes fun at the official report because yeah. it's um, Elaine and she says, don't you remember um, something about her uncle? And he knew he met Lee Harvey Oswald. And he said the president's just been shot and Oswald winked at him and said, I'm going to go catch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And that's in a Seinfeld. Oh, wow. So that's that's one way to try to tie this back to it. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so Richard is... You know, he's not having any any luck here trying to get Larry to go out and he and he finally says, Well, we are gonna go to dinner Saturday night, you know, right? And and, and he says, You sure everything's alright? So he knows his friend Larry. He knows something's not right. And Larry Larry basically nods yeah, and obviously wants to get the hell out of there. So Ray, does coffee keep you up? I don't drink coffee, so I don't know. <laughs>
1: I'm not a coffee drinker don't uh, I like the way it smells you like the smell of
0: it but I not, like when people yeah. are brewing
1: it I'm like man that smells good but when I taste it, I'm like who can drink
0: this well, all the time did you ever doctor it up though no nobody not many people drink just coffee black really yeah and they actually say you're psychotic if you do, but I don't want to call everyone psychotics, but I've I've saw I've saw the stupid online headlines, you know, these oh by the way, if you drink coffee without just coffee black, you might be psychotic. <laughs> it's Isn't it healthy you, for you? It is in moderation. Okay. So you're supposed to only have a couple cups a day, I think. Sure. And it does have a lot of benefits to it. Hmm. You can do a coffee enema. I don't know if you want to do that. what? But that's not drinking it. That is not drinking it at all. (laughs) You never heard of a coffee in a mug? No. That's actually been around a long time. (laughs) People do that? Yeah, I guess.
1: Why? I mean, it exists. I guess what makes me concerned is that, like, Uh, someone discovered that coffee beans can become a drink. (laughs) And then, to me, this sounds like someone discovered, well, what happens if you show up your ass? Well, you brew it first. Okay. What happens if you brew it first and shove it up your ass? Like, I don't like those kind of experiments. Like, who Mm. comes up with that shit?
0: I think holistic
1: healers, maybe. Like, I don't like that train of thought. It's just like, this cheeseburger tastes good.
0: Hey, what happens if you shove it up your ass? cheeseburger enema that I know of. (laughs) I'm explaining the train of thought.
1: Like, okay. I'm sure there's a, a cranberry yeah. juice enema, right? Yeah. Probably. So you're real
0: big on origins. You want to know how this... Uh, what? Like, who thinks of that? Mr. Is, coffee. Mr. Coffee <laughs> is like, man, this coffee tastes great. You know what? I bet you... Here's what it was. <laughs> I bet you it was somebody that was like, look, we have all this coffee. We didn't sell it all today. What else could we do with it and sell it? And then one guy's like, show it up your ass. Like I and bet then you just th- make a great enema, right? Let's try that, and then the coffee enema was born. That's messed up. So the world would have to wait, right? <laughs> it's like who thinks of that? How, how did I know it's my fault? But how do we get on this again?
1: Because you asked me if coffee keeps me awake. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> do you think that was a good enough excuse? I guess I, said, I should excuse. answer that because I'm a coffee drinker. Now, here's what's funny. I didn't used to be a coffee drinker. I didn't mm-hmm. like... I was like you. I like the smell of coffee. But here's a question. Do you like coffee-flavored desserts? Tiramisu? Do you like... Have you ever had an ice cream where there's coffee in it or a I, candy?
1: I, I do like tiramisu.
0: Have you ever had chocolate-covered coffee beans? No. Okay. That would tell you for sure if you like... The taste of coffee, really, because it's delicious. They're delicious, but if you don't like coffee, it does kind of taste like it smells, and then and, and that hmm. and the uh, and it's I mean it's caffeine big time. It's <laughs> like, straight up caffeine. Yeah, it's caffeine when you're eating uh, the chocolate covered beans. Huh. But it is some of that stuff's really good. Now I always did like that a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Still didn't like coffee, right? But now you know I put. My I didn't know low, tiramisu a
1: half was half. a coffee
0: cake. It's got a little coffee flavor. In yeah, I know that. It. It's got vodka. In I it. like tiramisu. Okay, so now okay. Now my girlfriend doesn't like coffee. Loves the smell. Doesn't like tiramisu. Mm. So and there's ice cream with coffee. So I've, I've seen that, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm what, gonna get that. I was like in my 30s, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give this coffee thing a try. There must be something to. It. I'm gonna give it another try. And I, I hit on what I like. There's a lot of different coffees. Oh, yeah. There's there's light. There's dark. There's They're all different flavored. And then restaurants have different... Some is good. Some Colombian isn't. Colombian
1: coffee beans. Yeah. Argentine coffee Yeah, and then, beans. then there's
0: how you brew it. There's different ways to do that. So
1: does that take into account of how you it up your ass?
0: Um, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I th- I don't. You don't want to just put any any type of coffee, right? That's a coffee How silly of oh, me! Only the best for me. How silly, right? <laughs> grind it first, fresh. You want it fresh? Right. It's
1: percolating perfectly. <laughs> Add some milk in there, sugar. I like half and hour. half, half and a half. of picture someone tasting it, and be like, "Okay, it's ready." So. <laughs>
0: But I digress. Right. Right. Let's let, now let's think about this. The situation that Larry was in. Put yourself in his situation. Yeah. And he doesn't like the Sophia girl. This dinner would be a disaster. Probably. It would be a
1: disaster. So did he play it right? He did play it right because he needs to tell Richard Lewis on their own time, not in front of her. Okay. So emb- he's actually respecting her right now. Yeah, I think so. That may have scored him a little uh, another point. So he avoided a scene. He avoided a scene with her, and yeah. actually didn't want to make her look bad. To me, that's a lot of that. That means you you respect a certain amount. Hmm. Like either either he he respects Richard Lewis, or he's like, look, I'm not going to put this girl. I'm I not going to ruin it with Richard Lewis. Richard
0: Lewis. It's for Richard Lewis's benefit, and honestly. And his own.
1: You know, he, he he doesn't want to block Richard Lewis. Let's yeah. just be like he he wants him to go off and then him be like, Man, he's really really nice and then she's like, Well, let's not talk about him. Yeah. As opposed to I can't believe your friend, blah blah and she's going on and on and on and on about it. And that's a turn off so when they get to his place, she's like, Well, I'm going home now. Right. So, Larry is actually being a bro here, I think.
0: He usually is. That seems to be a consistent thing with him. I mean, sometimes it doesn't go right, no. he never means to. Right. He always wants to help. He's yeah. a very helping person.
1: <laughs> Most caring person I've
0: probably seen in a sitcom in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, scene five, Larry's back home, and Cheryl, his wife, is in bed, and he tells her that a friend Nancy may think she got him sexually aroused during the movie. Because the tent and the pants, you know, how she looked down. And Larry says he's 90% sure, but he can't be 100%. And Cheryl says maybe she'll call Nancy about the incident. Oof. And Larry says just leave it leave it go. Right. And, and, and by the way, Saturday night dinner with Louis, that's out. I got in a fight with his girlfriend. And Cheryl's reaction is basically, Larry, why? Not again. And you get the impression these kind of things happen a lot. Yeah. And Cheryl says, Jeff left a strange message and said he's sorry. She asks if Larry has any idea, what would Jeff be sorry about? And Larry replies, I have no idea. That's strange. So Larry doesn't give Cheryl much details. No. And I think that could backfire on, on him later. When
1: all your worlds are connected, yes, it will. That's the problem here.
0: So you got worlds colliding. Right. That is not good. So if you have multiple mishaps like Larry did here, is it best to, to do what he did and just tell your wife all at once? If he does, if he, I mean, he obviously knows his worlds collide. So I would think he did
1: the right thing here. And he's trying to, he's trying to get in front of it. Yeah. Not let it, cause she would be way more mad if, if she called her friend and didn't know anything about it. She's like, uh, I gave her dude a hard on. Like, she'd be, like, mad about it at that point.
0: Right, so he's going to get on top of it, like you right. said, get ahead and say, I better I better just fess up to this one. And he kind of played it as, hey, here's a funny one for you. Good thing, though, is he mentioned it earlier in the day, so it all makes sense. Yeah, and she's the one that set it up the whole Right, it's dirt. her fault, actually. <laughs> it's her husband's date with her friend. That's messed up. Now I thought he handled the Jeff fly pretty good. He he left it open. I don't know. That's strange because they're gonna have to get together right. and figure out what this lie is. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> which is a smart move. You never want to do a preemptive lie. No.
0: Now unless it's somebody you've worked with a lot with lies. Yeah, uh, it you just feel really familiar good. where you don't have mm-hmm. to say yeah, which that's very vague. I don't have any friends like that. <laughs> Not does anybody. No. <laughs> so scene six at jeff's office and jeff is writing kathy griffin an apology letter and it wasn't that long ago that kathy griffin was probably doing that a lot writing apology letters yeah she screwed herself over big time (laughs) she's not quite recovered over that yet and we won't go into it you can always look it up if you don't know what we're talking about but yeah he says he writes her one every week and he did nothing, but he still writes her one. And Larry uses the lie that Kathy Griffin had called Jeff up to have Larry write a pilot for her, and Jeff said Larry couldn't and hadn't even asked Larry about it before saying no. Is this a good lie? <laughs> nah. mm. Only reason
1: why I think it's a good lie is because no one's ever going to see Kathy Griffin,
0: right? That's like... what you would hope. That's the, I think that's the problem with it, though. It's a third party. Right. Yeah. When
1: you're involved in third parties,
0: you're I mean, taking you're, on it's the risk get, yeah, of, yeah, it's getting complicated now. You're taking on a lot of risk. Now, I think Larry does say something like, after Jeff explains, I don't know, I didn't do anything to her, I just always have to write her apology letter every week. And he says something like, you have some life here, or some job here, or something like that. <laughs> and I just thought about that. I was like, that would be something. You, you, you write someone an apology letter every week. Yeah. That's too funny. Jeff lets Larry know that his parents are upset about the Hitler joke, and he wants Larry to come by the house and apologize to his parents so that so that's why he's calling that's what the call was all about right and and of course he doesn't want. Larry doesn't want Cheryl to know because he called her Hitler. So now we know that he doesn't want her to know. No. And he doesn't tell her that. And she's not aware of it. She is not
1: aware of it. She's (laughs) subconsciously aware of it. (laughs) She's not aware of it. Because you know what's going to happen is if he said, hey, I'm going to go golf. She'd be like, well, you have all this to do. We got all blah, 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 blah. As opposed to going, hey, can I go golfing? Yeah. Well, let's do it this way. Like, that's, I've learned that.
0: Yeah, You say and, you're going to do something, right. you don't do it like that. His Jeff's parents are so upset, they actually want Jeff to drop Larry as a client. That's messed up. That's how big of a deal it is. So Larry agrees that he's going to do this apology thing, and he says, don't ever put me on the speakerphone again. He's pretty pissed about the whole well, situation. Well, yeah, I would be mad, too.
1: Because now you're going out all this way, you're going, now you got to write an apology?
0: Yeah. Like, really? And Jeff mentions the Mama's Boy restaurant. That's where they're all going to meet. So that's Saturday. He he says we got reservations there soon, which is Saturday. Yeah. Um. So they're all, all the same night. But as far as we know, uh, he's not going to go with uh, meet Richard Lewis. Right. There. He's not. He's not. I don't so think, they're they're going separate, I guess, and try this right, new restaurant. Right. That's another bad plan here. Because <laughs> he he left that pretty. I mean, it it's is, it's going to come to a blow here with Richard right. Lewis, but. He kind of left that open, and and knowing Richard Lewis, especially in later episodes, he's not going to let that go. He needs yeah. to know. They're like rivals, but not. They're yeah, frenemies. They're kind of frenemies. Best frenemies. <laughs> yes. But I think Richard Lewis is the kind of guy that you got to email, and yes, we're still on. <laughs> like, I think even in real life, yes, we're still on for dinner this time, this place. He's going to show up early. <laughs> so scene seven, Larry's office. Richard Lewis shows up. He knows all about the theater incident and about Larry being rude, looking at Sophia's breast. Larry says, they're not breasts. They're just chemical balls. And Richard says, Larry may have ruined this relationship for him. He's never been married. Thinks he's in love. And he says, if, it, if it, he ruined it, Larry says, if he ruined it, he did Richard Lewis a favor. I did you a favor. Yes. And Richard accuses them of being insensitive. Larry, I'm not being insensitive. I think it's sensitive. It's very sensitive. And Richard says, she speaks seven languages. She's loving. We've already had intercourse. (laughs) Larry, congratulations on the intercourse. Eli Weisel, Holocaust survivor, Arthur of Night. Larry, she should be reading Emily fucking Post. Emily Post died in 1960 at age 87. Um, She's an author of books about etiquette, table manners, dining etiquette. Let's not forget the guide to good manners for kids. And Lewis,
1: I love you. All right. We have enough good stuff in the bank to get over this. But Saturday night at dinner, could we
0: maybe try to have an apology for this? Firstly, there's no way I can have dinner with you on Saturday night. That's out. Am I hearing this? I'm not having dinner. Our relationship's at stake right now.
1: Get out of here. You'd better call me later on by sundown. By sundown? What are you, Gary Cooper? I'm trying not to laugh, but that was funny.
0: You'd better call me by sundown. By sundown? And is a posse going to come get me? That's right. And Lewis heads out the door. Ray, is this your favorite scene of this episode?
1: This is probably my favorite scene of the season. I like the, you better call me by sundown. (laughs) That is pretty good.
0: Do you think you'll use this by Sunday? I am
1: going to try my best. I
0: think you were supposed to try that. and I think you have forgotten.
1: I want to do this. This should be a thing.
0: Yeah. By Sunday. Hey. You make sure you call me by sundown. Me. I'm going to start doing it through text and see what people's reactions are. <laughs> you
1: better text me before sundown.
0: <laughs> no, what I remember about me saying, I thought was pretty funny. This was in the first recording, which was a while back. But yeah. I remember saying I'd have to, I'd if you ever threaten me with that, I'd be like looking on the weather channel or something like, what time's sundown tonight? <laughs> You'd be trying to make yeah, sure. Cause you know. I mean, it changes
1: to, throughout the time of the year. That's awesome. Daylight savings. Yeah. Is this daylight savings time at this time? I don't know. Is it cold? I can't remember what the oh, weather no. was.
0: It, yeah, it's yeah, they're in California. You better call me later by sundown. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: just priceless.
0: Yeah, and I and I think what's so funny about it is just Richard Lewis just said that. Right. It's let, normal. It came out that David way. David reacted.
1: <laughs> the posse's is going to come after me. Where are you now, Gary Cooper? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny it
0: is a very um you know western thing. it is what happens after <laughs> sundown sundown
1: i'm thinking what's richard lewis gonna do after sundown i guess what's the <laughs> is it is he yeah. gonna cut off the relationship obviously because right. he said our relationship's at stake so yeah
0: by sundown <laughs> so scene, I do eight. Like that. <laughs> scene eight jeff's house larry at jeff's house apos- apologizing to jeff's parents the parents start arguing about how to correct larry what you did was rotten. It was rotten. You said you're sorry. It's done. They forgive Larry. Jeff's wife, Susie. This is her first appearance. Susie Esman, comes in and says, Sammy's asleep. He's, he's got his arm around Sarah. Get the Polaroid. <laughs> this is back. You had to grab the a Polaroid, Polaroid camera. You couldn't just use your phone. Right. Or anything else. Everything has a camera built into it now. Uh, Larry's not interested and he tells Jeff he's heading out Jeff thinks n- nothing of this and says thanks for stopping by and apologizing to his parents um, side note so in Curb Sammy mentioned but not shown is a girl and there is no Sarah Larry needed a girl for a storyline so Sammy became a girl this info comes from the DVD commentary nice so that's all that was <laughs> huh. Huh. and I, I have learned that they um, Well, we can, we can talk about that another time but that they kept Pushing Larry, do you guys have kids or not? Do you have kids? Uh, And he's like, no. Finally, he don't have kids. So they were kind of fine by the seat of their pants a little bit in this show. Ray, I'm sure you've been in a similar situation. Someone wants you to be into something that you couldn't care less. Do you just leave like Larry did? I mean, yeah. (laughs) Get out of there.
1: You don't want to embarrass yourself and then start trying to talk about it. (laughs) <laughs> like, just leave. So you just figure they're going
0: to figure this out that you really don't care. Right.
1: <laughs> and I think that's a little bit more
0: insulting. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's how I, you know. Yeah. Well, you got to think, too. So it's this family thing. And he kind of just came by to say sorry. Yeah, he just... Now it's just him and Jeff standing there. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to take off." Yeah. Jeff didn't think nothing of it. I wouldn't. Now think. you would think Jeff would know his wife a little better. Um, <laughs> of course, we don't, This isn't his wife yet. No. But what about his parents? You never know. These
1: parents are very sensitive. You never know about the wife.
0: <laughs> she will
1: surprise you. Ah, okay. You
0: think you know? <laughs> Just when you think you
1: know, you have no idea. Like you think she orders the same stuff at McDonald's all time. You get the same stuff without calling. Guess what? Something she changed something up. Wrong stuff. All because you didn't call. You could have called and she would have gave you the stuff you were thinking. Ah. Uh-huh. Well,
0: but because changed. you didn't call because she changed it.
1: You're like, hey, I know she likes you know, double cheeseburger, Big Mac sauce, fries. She likes that. She gets it every single time. We've been to McDonald's past 40 times we 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 go to mcdonald's and launch we, <laughs> that's what she gets but we don't call her one time because you're like i don't have to call i'm just gonna go get in i just want to i just want to sh- go right get the usual i just want to go home i'm tired let's just get this done and that's like oh, today i wanted chicken mcnuggets <laughs> you didn't even call me like who does that who does not call to take an order like, dude, I tell you, it was like it was like I, I stabbed somebody. There she, could have been tears, because I she, was like, what?
0: She, like, eats what you get, gave her, but she has, oh, like, a scowl. Yeah, she's glaring at you, and then and, says, and nothing you gets right either. And when does this, this madness end? When does this madness yeah, end? Yeah, I mean, is it, like, the next day, or is it, like, a month later, and she's like... Make sure you call me because that one time you didn't call me.
1: Well, then you, you remember. So next week when it's McDonald's night, you go, I better call her. And then she goes, then she says this, you know what I want. Just get it. Why are you calling me? <laughs> then you drop your phone. So what you're saying is you can't win. You cannot. Jeff will never be able to predict Susie ever. Okay. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Like you are yeah. good at it with your girlfriend, mm-hmm. but give it time, or or something's <laughs> gonna happen when she puts on a ring. Like her her soul's too like, <laughs> and then she's like, everything you thought you
0: knew is going to be wrong. It's like uh, parallel universes <laughs> right. colliding.
1: Right, <laughs> you're like, what happened to you? You used to like steak. I never liked it. I, I never liked it. You. What are you
0: talking about?
1: That's all, girlfriends. <laughs> Girlfriends sound like this, and wives sound like this. Wives all sound like that. Are you serious? I want to (laughs) cry. That's how. That's so you'll see that change. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for the warning. Uh, (laughs) What? You know? What? You know Ryan, who's on our retrospect reflect podcast? Yes. He's not. is Is he married legally?
0: Or no? No, I don't believe so he wow. just might as well be, so he's like a hybrid, yeah, he's a hybrid, I know a couple hybrids, Wow, do you really? mm, mm-hmm. yeah, I know one couple they've been not married for forty over forty years, and they're a hybrid, yeah, do they know each other? What do you mean? Do they know each other? I mean,
1: do they know like what each other likes, so that they can go to a restaurant and oh. get it, or is that same?
0: <laughs> Rule applies. Is it just time now, or is it a rule? No, she pretty much like he's so easygoing okay. that she just orders whatever and, and he, he goes just eats it. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a better way. And to They go. split a lot of things, but yeah, they're very well. In most sync. guys like that. And I'm ninety. In
1: sync. I'm ninety percent, ninety actually, a hundred percent sure. Yeah. If my wife picked up the food, she which she never
0: does. Well, I've noticed <laughs> like I, I split like me and my girlfriend split a lot of things, and we usually. I mean, there's not a lot of conceding in that. It's. I mean, she don't like pickles, and I'm like. Hey, Ooh. I do like pickles, but they're not good for me. And it's not like I'm eating every meal with her, right? So that's true. You know, when I really want pickles, I'm I'm getting my own thing. But usually, we'll mm. split something. But I noticed you and your wife—you never split. You always are getting totally different types of meals. Well, that's because she likes different stuff. Like that, that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: I, like I, like with you and your like you guys can share a mm-hmm. burger because you like. A lot of the stuff, Mm -hmm. she'll get it how she wants it, and you like it how she gets it.
0: Well, she'll concede a little bit, too. She's like, well, I know you like this, and I'll get, and like, like I know, it's like she don't like peppers. Right. Well, she'll still get them, and she'll pick them off. For you. Yeah.
1: Well, that's very sweet. (laughs) Enjoy that. Enjoy that. She also gives me leftovers. Well, I mean that's I good. Mean, that's awesome. We don't have we're to the point where we don't have blood that many leftovers. But she does <laughs> eat them the next day. I don't eat them the, the next day. Oh,
0: okay. So it works out. Well, then. sometimes
1: depends where it's at too. Yeah. So it
0: sounds like that works out for you though,
1: right? She usually has lunch the next day, a full yeah. like a full meal. Yeah, so so she's yeah. me
0: in this version. It's like, right,
1: like, but she's not easy going. Yeah, that's why we gotta get separate meals. Mm. We I'm do like,
0: sometimes, but usually we're like, well. Yeah,
1: but you guys generally work, to work together. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, we don't work together when it comes to food. Okay, like she'll want <laughs> like you like you go to Olive Garden, right? <laughs> yeah, she wants chicken, Farmer John. Mm-hmm. I want fettuccine alfredo. That's two different yeah, tastes right. all together. Yeah, it is. And then you say, hey,
0: you, you
1: can have some of my fettuccine alfredo. No, I want chicken parmesan. That's what I want. Like,
0: But what then, if you were like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to split it. Could you eat the chicken parmesan? Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's just it's not what just you want. It's
1: not what I want.
0: And if yeah. I'm going to pay Olive Garden prices, mm-hmm. I want to leave there happy. I get that. You want your favorite thing. Now, but... How is it that you guys never get in sync? Because she's <laughs> as hard headed as I am. Even pizza, she wants even what a she pizza wants. Pizza place.
1: She wants what she wants.
0: Like that's just even how do a it half is. and half. You're getting hoagie and she's getting pizza, right? Oh, right. Like I love hoagies. She's like, <laughs> how do you eat
1: that fake meat? Like I was like, it's delicious. Like it's good. Okay, but Chicago's good okay. no hoagies, but shows. Yeah, I know that's weird. It is weird. You think they would love? You know what? If we
0: opened a hoagie place, it'd be oh, off the charts. Yeah. Everyone would be like,
1: "Where? Where, where is this? Where have stuff?
0: these? Yeah, where's these been all my life?" Right? Yeah, that's like one of the greatest sandwiches is hoagies. Uh, yeah.
1: Are they every? I mean, I just in New York, like you've been. I can't remember if they're in New York or not. I can't remember. I've been to Tennessee. Don't remember. Well, they got like, that
0: really good pizza place. What's it called? Starts with the S. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott liked it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite
1: kind of hoagie i mean i go for the classic pizza sauce and cheese i like lunch meat oh you get lunch hoagies. meat on top of the hoagie Ooh, no good. no
0: not just a lunch meat or hoagie. just
1: a main lunch or yeah ham, that's like a hot oh, ham and cheese hot ham and cheese or they have I a lunch meat hoagies, ham and
0: cheese, yeah. where it's like four different kinds of meat so the a
1: hoagie make it because it's a hoagie bun that's it's italian hoagies yeah but how, how are they not in an italian city of chicago I don't know. It's so weird. As you know, Al Capone would have loved a hoagie. He probably, you know, they probably got outlawed because he
0: he loved them. Like we gotta get rid of these fucking hoagies, right? Maybe that'll get rid of them, right? Like no, no, <laughs> that we gotta, didn't. That no, didn't. we'll get them on. We'll get them on tax evasion, right?
1: <laughs> wow. What? Is, you know, Papa John's is in Chicago. I wonder if they have hoagies on their menu.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have to. look You'll have to remind me. We're going to be going there. Dude, the does end of the Papa month.
0: John have hoagies? Yeah, Papa John has hoagies. I, don't I go get to Papa them. John's.
1: I get them. Well, I go to Papa John's because they're in the same strip plaza yeah. where I work, and I get half off. A hoagie for me costs like three bucks. Oh wow! And it's I a think, good deal. I think the best hoagie,
0: not to go against them, is Richards. Richards. Steak hoagie,
1: Steak hoagie. is very very good. Donato's is good.
0: Yeah. They're... La
1: Rosa's is good. You know what? I don't have a bad hoagie. I guess if you lined them all up in front of me, I would just pick up the closest one with my right hand, and the what closest one with my left hand. and have two. You can have two, and be, and be so happy. I mean, we've never seen Ray this happy before.
0: <laughs> That's ridiculous. So, scene nine. Larry turns home. Cheryl has Nancy there to talk about the incident. It does not go well. Cheryl finds out that Nancy had been rubbing Larry's arm when the misunderstanding occurred. Cheryl, why didn't you tell me that? Larry, it was so insignificant at the time. Nancy doesn't buy the pants tent bunch-up story. Larry says he would give her credit if she had given him an erection. Larry goes on about how he knows what gets him excited. He has sources. So Sophia Loren was once a source. Yes. And that's a common thread you will find in the series of Sophia Loren. And it becomes the young Sophia Loren. I looked up pictures of her when she was young. Oh, my god, She's smoking hot. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you can see why Larry and everybody else is infatuated with her. So Cheryl is upset. And she asks if she is ever, is she ever a source? Larry Uh. says, of course she is. And Nancy says, there was something hard in your pants, and it was your fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> then she storms off, and they chase after her, trying to plead their case. Larry, let me, let me go get the pants. I'll show you. And Larry is upset that Cheryl contacted Nancy about it at all. And Cheryl's upset that Larry didn't tell the whole story. So, Ray, who is at fault here?
1: First of all, I think the friend likes Larry. Cause she was awfully upset when he said no, no way, like
0: that actually offended I mean, her. I think she wants the credit for it, right? But it—I mean, all- she must like him some. And this to is all to, Cheryl's to fault. go to a movie. This is all Cheryl's fault. Yeah, that's
1: all this boils down. Well, for.
0: Cheryl wasn't supposed to call Nancy about this pants ten incident. No, she yeah, she wasn't. You're absolutely right. She wasn't. And Larry, but Larry didn't give Cheryl the full disclosure. Here's the question: If Larry had told Cheryl that, well, she started rubbing my arm, and that's why she. Thinks that would Cheryl have let this thing go? Yes,
1: no, no, no. She would not have let it go. She She would still want to call because now she would have called even more. Escalated from oh, now she touched you. Okay, what now? Else happened? Now Cheryl wants to know. Now she wants to know. There was no stopping. Cheryl would have called as soon as he told the story. Cheryl would have called no matter what. Okay, any girlfriend, whatever, <laughs> wife, whatever. So
0: basically Larry is just screwed in this situation. He is. He's not going to win.
1: He tried to get ahead of it, which he does have credit for that because yeah. she wasn't as blown away. But yeah. she still like had to know because every significant other is that way. She mm-hmm. had to know. Let me see what Nancy has to say about this. And then Larry's like, no, don't call her about it. Just antennas leave it are go. up. Just antennas. Leave it go. Her antennas were up the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, just like a roach. Just <laughs> all the antennas. So she called. Probably called Nancy as soon as she so went she to the So she had bathroom. every intention of calling. Every Nancy. intention. There was no way he. She, she was really that. just
0: feeling it out. What Larry's reaction was going right.
1: to be. Right. You're absolutely right. And then Nancy was like, "Oh no, I rubbed his arm." And then honestly, Cheryl
0: should be mad at Nancy. Why are you touching the the husband in the first place? Well, she should be mad at herself for even sending right her husband to go see a movie. But fancy. this is
1: the thing that women do, is that it's never their fault, no matter what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've noticed that. No matter that. what it is. It's yeah. like,
1: well, you shouldn't have got a pants that have a pants
0: tent. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? Have you ever Have you ever played it this way with your significant other? I like to say, uh, kind of playfully, do you ever get tired of being right? <laughs> That would be awesome, but give him, give him I know what credit. my response
1: is. She would be like, "No, I don't."
0: <laughs> that's she what would I, say like that. That's no. usually what I get too. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> or would she say something like, "Well, I wouldn't have to be right all the time if blah 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 blah. If you would just listen to
1: me, I wouldn't. This would not ha- not happen. Me having this conversation. Actually, the, the the world did stop. Oh, really? Yesterday, I thought I felt. You uh, felt a tremble in the force. Yeah. Yeah, because I got every once, about once a year.
0: (laughs) Not even halfway through the year. I got
1: the, I should have listened to you. I was like, (gasps) and of course, like, I wanted to make
0: a big scene. Yeah.
1: I was like, I wanted to, like, grab the dog and lift up the dog, like, like, heaven themselves would shine upon them. Like, (laughs) wait, if you make a big deal that she's going to get mad and take it all back.
0: Right. You're like. Easy, easy, easy fella. <laughs> right. Uh,
1: and I said, I just shook my head. I was like, yeah, you know, you know, sometimes you just listen to me sometimes. And I overstepped a little bit. She goes, well, wait a minute. I was like, I- you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so it got flipped on you that quick. I mean, it was quick, but <laughs> it only lasted like, you know, five seconds. I would say 25. Okay. Seconds.
0: So you. Bastion the, the glory of rightness for 25 seconds. I will know the
1: dog tilted the head like, what? <laughs> Both of them, what? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's cool. So I'm not going to bore you with the story. It's grown up stuff, but
0: okay. I did win that one. <laughs> so that's it. You can only go down from the rest of the year. Right. And it's only, it's, it's April. <laughs> You're right so I'm not going
1: to be right till next April or past next April probably in June 2019 is yeah, I'm gonna be really.
0: <laughs> so finally it's scene 10 it's the Mama's Boy restaurant it's Saturday night and Jeff is there with his family and the hostess won't sit Larry and Cheryl because it was supposed to be a table for four it was supposed to be Richard Lewis and Sophia as well and Cheryl wants Larry to play the Seinfeld card which he tries and it does not work and the hostess is like, yeah, I've, you know, I've seen Seinfeld. I've, you know, but she's not a fan. You can tell she's not a fan. And, um, that sucks. Yeah, it does. So Jeff comes over and he informs Larry that his parents are upset that Larry left without seeing Jeff's kids Ugh. and Jeff, um, my, my dad said, what kind of man does it stay to look at a man's kids? And Jeff has them join him and his wife and parents. And what he says, as he says, he walks up to the hostess. He says, hey, this is Larry David, A creator of Seinfeld. Larry David, creator of Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> join us. Join us. We got plenty of room. Join us. So finally, they're sitting down. And Cheryl was hungry, too. So Larry's getting the points with the wife a right, little bit. Right. and Jeff did something good, nice for her. And all of a sudden... Kathy Griffin shows up and Larry and Jeff get busted on their lie about Jeff's Sorry message. Um, They try to play it off, but Kathy Griffin has no idea what they're talking about. And it's painfully obvious. (laughs) And Jeff and Larry are saying, yeah, we know about the pilot. Yeah. You, you called and Kathy, no, I didn't call. What are you talking about? And Cheryl gives Larry this, you're caught in yet another lie. Look, and the curb music plays and, I was surprised that Jeff's parents didn't spill the beans about Larry calling Cheryl Hitler. That's what I thought was going to happen yeah. when I first watched this.
1: They they would have came out with that, but this is still bad because a girl, no matter if they're even on your team, would be like, "Nope, I don't, re- I do not remember that at all." Yeah, and it
0: takes a while to play out because they keep trying to push for, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we know." They you know. should pick up a signal, really. No, she's like, "What
1: are you talking it about?" This is Kathy Griffin, a comedian.
0: Yeah, she goes, "No, I don't know what you're talking about at all," and Cheryl's just looking at Larry. And he just kind of melts into himself. Right, because you're done at that point. (laughs) And the curb music plays, and that's the first clue you get of this is how this show goes. And this is not that big of a deal. When you watch future episodes, he gets in way worse situations than this. Yes. And I'm just trying to think of, uh, that's what I'm surprised uh, of, is that the parents didn't, the Hitler thing didn't come back around. I thought for sure that's oh, how it yeah.
1: cuz no wife wants to be regarded as Hitler. Yeah. Or girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> that's just bad.
0: Yeah, I can almost hear the the Jeff's mom saying something like, you know, maybe have Cheryl say, so you you guys have been lying to me. Yeah. And then she says and then maybe Jeff's wife or Jeff's uh, mother Chimes in and says, Well, he refers to his as Hitler. You would think this you know, is something right like with that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then the music plays. And so, like, to, really, yeah, to pile it on, just to pile it on. Not that yeah. it's bad how it is, it's right? It's funny, right, 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 right. it's like it's awkward, but I did expect that. I'm waiting for the Hitler thing to come back up, which they probably forgot, probably. Probably. But it's,
1: but it's this is a good episode. Yeah. It's,
0: it is a good episode. It's solid.
1: And you know what else is good is this remastered take on this. This is absolutely way better than the first one. Yeah, because
0: for one thing, what happened was it was our first recording, but we were so excited to record that night that when the podcast gods said, no, you <laughs> shall not record that your shall podcast not record by having a power outage. Yep. And... But that wasn't going to stop us. We got a generator. We were excited. So excited. Have all this equipment. We're and like, you know what? There was nothing wrong good. with that. We could have recorded like we did and then just right. re-recorded later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, I couldn't do that. Nope. Um, it had generator noise in it and I I took it out. I did get it out there. Yeah. But it, then it hurt the quality. Yes. Because you're not supposed to record with the generator. Everyone was like,
1: down. oh my God, this episode sucks. The rest are going to suck ass. That's not the case now. We've redone it, and you need to re-listen to this in better, much better quality, much better outline, much better questions. We have even had more material this time. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we're kind of a big deal at this point. (laughs) We did a whole season of these so far, right? Right. We did 10 episodes. Please listen.
0: (laughs) We have nothing else. We
1: have nothing else. Except for one other podcast. Right. Maybe another one after that. But there's still not a whole lot
0: than that. We're a conglomerate. But here's the, th- of- here's the thing I will say, that these get so much better. Yes. These episodes. Yes, And they do. when they're better, it's just easier to do them. This is mild. Like, doing this now after watching yeah. the first whole
1: season again, this yeah. is mild. You're like, oh, this is the only but thing But I mean, like,
0: you have the like the scene with um richard lewis and larry in the office you have scenes like that all the time in these later episodes yes so it just becomes so and season two it gets better we'll we'll, we'll get into that more but um season two is pretty good cannot wait Pretty, pretty pretty (laughs) good
1: what i'm taking away from this too is you better call me by sundown
0: Yeah, yeah. That's
1: definitely Yeah, that
0: definitely was the best scene and memorable and that does need to come back. Like everyone Imagine
1: how much callbacks you
0: would get. Yeah. The best thing though, I'll give you extra points if you can use it while you're angry. (laughs) Yes. You better call me by sundown. I need to know by sundown. (laughs) You know what? I i to see if I can use that in my job. But that's what we first said was, that worked well in your job, but that's what we first said in the in the first version of this we recorded was, and you had said it actually, and I like that. You said, what's going to happen after sundown? The
1: posse is coming after you, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, there is a posse. That would be bad. <laughs> this is ridiculous.
0: That would be really bad. It would be bad. I would be scared. <laughs> So what's the next episode in episode two? Ted and Mary. Yes. Okay. Because he likes, yeah. he has a crush on Mary. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Right, right, so, right. So right. join us next time for episode two. We're going to be covering Curb Your Enthusiasm, season one, yes. episode two, Ted and Mary. And if you drink someone else's water by accident, don't go, there. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it's a girl you like's mother. yeah
1: just drink it
0: (laughs) don't say anything
1: (laughs) you can be grossed out when like I gotta go to the bathroom (laughs) you can dry (laughs) heave in there (laughs) you can
0: hurl it up
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's happened before (laughs) it sounds just like that
0: oh man so well two it's already up (laughs) right see you soon We'd really appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes. Let's say you only think we deserve three or four stars. Or own a pity star. A couple pity stars. Hmm, why not? Don't like us but think others may? Lie to us. Five stars. We're great. And thank you for putting up with us. There you have it. That was Season 1, Episode 1 of the Kerber Enthusiasm Podcast. If you have any comments or a story to share, email us at coepodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes or anywhere podcast feeds are available. You can follow us on Twitter at the COE Podcast. Like us on Facebook at Curb Podcast. Visit us at outerzonestudio.com. We hope you enjoyed listening. Please join us for the next episode. Ted and Mary. If you like this version of Frolic, the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song, visit musescore.com look up user gbreen13. That's G-B-R-E-E-N-1-3.